Okay, we're holding on the, the top of page 214. We're in the middle of discussing that a person needs to be makbid on their re'iyah. Now, we said it's not a classic uh, situation where a person should be makbid on their histaklis. This, of course, is awesome. That's, of course, we have, a person has to work on their, their inyani histaklis, what they, what they look at, what they stare at, inappropriate things for sure. That's not even the discussion here. What we've been discussing is that a person has to work on their inyan of histaklis, looking at things that don't belong to you. Why? Makes sense. If you want to be the type of person that lives a happy, fulfilled life, the, the, the probably the most uh, pure antidote for someone to un- be unhappy is to look at what other people have. Fact of life. If you look at what other people have, you're staring at what other people have, you put yourself in a massive whether you have other people, you see what other people have. You don't surround yourself by benetari that share similar values to you. That stuff is going to ultimately uh, impact your, 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 your perspective on the world. Where are you starting from 214? 214. Kol adam yachol adas. The top of page 214. A person has to know themselves. A person has to know for themselves what they personally require. It's not one size fits all. A person has to know for themselves. However, though, the, 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 that which begins everything, begins and forms the entire basis of how a person should control themselves. To, to protect your eyes from looking at things that do not belong to you. If a person is able to minimize to the extent to how much they look at things that don't belong to them, you'll become somebody who is a tsanua or a baishan. A tsanua means, means that you're, you have a level of humility, and baishan also means that you have a sense of shame. Right, Nikrat Sanua, right. Nikrat Sanua Ubaishan. Kemaisha Amral, Oisa Isha. Shehaisa Gidemes. A man had a wife that was one armed. She was missing an arm. And the truth is, he didn't, the husband never recognized, never saw it. So I wanted to add uh, this homiletically. The Orchus Adikim is not saying that a husband, number one, shouldn't stare at your wife or see what your wife looks like, of course, as a halacha. It's also normal and healthy that a person should be aware of with their wife. The difference is that he didn't look at her and judge her by that. He didn't look at her and see that that was her essence. When a person is not showing her on their enayim and doesn't know how to properly see things in their proper form and how to def- let things define what truly is good, good principles or bad principles or good values or bad values, then yes, a person who has bad values will judge their wife based off the fact that, they have, that, he only has one, that she only has one arm. I know a very special person who lives in my area. His wife literally has one arm. Does that, some people, uh, the kids, the people ask the kids, oh, you're the, like, is there something wrong with the relationship? Was your father like a puzzle? It's like, no, my father just didn't care. My father just didn't care. As someone who's respectful, someone who has good value system, of course, it's understandable. I don't think, I'm not going to hold it against anybody who doesn't marry someone who, doesn't have, who only has one arm, or who won't marry that type of person. But at the same time, if it's your value system, then it's not going to bother you. Because that's not what defines a person if they have one arm or they don't have one arm. Like, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's like, it's, it's, it becomes to a point of, do you define a person whether they have blonde hair or they have dark hair? Like, who cares? Blue eyes, blonde. It's a, it's a feature of somebody. Maybe somebody has that type of connectivity to it. But that doesn't define who the person is. And that's a relationship, a, a positive relationship, where it reflects on how a person looks at their spouse. You don't define your spouse based off that one thing. So a husband who doesn't look at their wife and doesn't notice that she doesn't have one arm doesn't mean she doesn't know the He doesn't define her based off of that. You know, there's a very famous Ryakov Kamenetsky that says at the end of Gemara 
in Mesechus, I believe in Mesechus Gittin, right? You're allowed to divorce your wife if she's Hirdiach Tavshila, if she ruins your cooking. Or the Gemara says, he finds a more beautiful woman than her. So the halacha is, you're allowed to get divorced. Those are grounds to, for a man to be able to divorce his wife. Sounds, it sounds pretty harsh. Oh, let me just finish the word. It sounds pretty harsh. It sounds pretty harsh. It says Riyakov, that's not the pshat. That, what we think is the, is the understanding that it's very harsh for the woman, we're, we're judging her one little thing, says no. It says Riyakov, it's actually a sense of protection for the wife. Because if anything, why should she be in a relationship where the spouse bases her, his relationship on her, whether or not he, she can do the cooking properly or not. Whether or not he finds her, he finds her beautiful. Meaning that's not fair to her that he should be holding on such a low level that he looks at her and says, oh, I, I, found, a, I found another woman more be- pretty than you. Or, that's, that's the says of Yaakov, that's upshot. Upshot. Is it the upshot? There's no saying the upshot. It's upshot. Which is that it's, it's coming out of the sense of empathy and a judgment of the man. Meaning don't be the type of person who's going to value, who's going to base their value system off of that one little variable. She can cook, she can cook or not. My first Shabbos with my husband, with my wife and I, as first Shabbos as, as a husband with my wife and I, my wife actually burnt all the cooking. Right? We didn't know how to use the, we didn't know how to use the plata. We survived. I would hope to think that we survived. Why? Because I'm the type of person that uh, I'm not going to judge a person based off of one Shabbos or one variable of a person. A person, a relationship is built on much stronger than that, but it stems from the Reyes Ayin. How do you define your reality around you? Are you the type of person that, va- built, that builds your value system after one or two little very superficial personality flaws or personality superficial things? No. We want to be the type of person that is Shoeber there Nayim. And the Shoeber Nayim means not just what you don't look at, but your value system. What you look at is defines your value system. In a similar vein, my Rebbe always says, he says, small people talk about problems. Great people think about ideas. It's about what you talk about and what you look at and what you surround yourself with is, re- is reflective of your value system. Oh. So that's what it is. He didn't even recognize his wife. If a person and is careful to, see what, to not look at things that are improper or to not look at things that don't belong to them, the person's heart is protected. Because now that his heart and now that his eyes have been protected, he's inherently a very protected person. We mentioned last time we learned this, is that a person, those, two, those major senses, the senses of the emotions, when we say heart, we mean the emotions. And the am is where how we take things in and how we then translate those ideas. We may take something in, but then how do you actually explain it? How do you understand it? How do you translate it in your own mind? It all depends on how you're looking at things. Okay, all right.